0: Welcome to the Worthy Woman Podcast. I'm your host, Melissa Emily, and I'm here to teach spiritually curious women like you how to stop people pleasing, how to gain massive self worth and confidence, and how to reclaim your feminine power so that you can experience more love, more freedom, and more abundance in your life. And most importantly, how to live as your most worthy, authentic self. On this podcast, I'll be giving you my best teachings, trainings, and wisdom so that you can take action towards creating your dream life and showing up as the worthy woman that you are. Hello, beautiful, and welcome back to the podcast. This episode was a highly requested one. And if you're here, you are ready to meet and manifest your soul sisters. And everything that you need to know is in this episode. And it's something that I'm looking back at now, at all of the years that I've struggled in sisterhood in friendships with women if let's say two years ago someone came up to me and told me Melissa you're going to be recording a podcast on how to manifest your soul sisters because you found them I would have laughed and also cried because I would have been so grateful because that's how desperately I wanted to find my soul sisters and let me tell you desperation is not how you find anything (laughs) it's not how you get anything um, I, I did a lot of work to get here and I'm going to share with you everything that I did, which is really exciting because you deserve it. You know, humans desire and deeply long for and have a basic human need to be in community, to be part of a group and to belong. And I will never forget, like when I was trying to fit in with my friend group or this friend group that I had, um, Back when I first moved here in 2016, one of the girls threw a vision board party and I was sitting in the group of of people and creating this vision board and there was this magazine publication and the name of it was called Belong. That was the name of the magazine. I had never felt more seen because that's exactly what I was desiring, I just wanted to belong. I wanted to feel like I was included, like I belonged. And all of the experiences that I had leading up to that moment were really hard because it was proving to me that I didn't feel like I belonged anywhere. Um, even if if the group did accept me and did want me to be their friend, I still didn't felt like I truly belonged. I didn't feel like I really fit in. I felt like I had to hide parts of myself, or I was like really triggered (laughs) based on past trauma experience with friendships. So I'm really excited to share with you today exactly how I manifested my soul sister group of women literally within the past two years. It's been super fast and super quick. And it's not a coincidence that as I've been doing all the inner work, as I've been healing, as I've been developing really high self-worth and self-confidence that these women have, I've attracted them into my life and I've been ready to, to have these relationships, these deep soulful relationships that I've been desiring and longing for for years. And it really hasn't been an easy journey. And I'm really excited to share with you stories and all of my tips like I literally wrote down as I was preparing for recording this episode um literally step by step like literally how do you manifest your soul sisters and let me tell you your soul sisters are also manifesting you that's just like one little nugget that I wanted to drop in here can you imagine you sitting here being like oh, I just want to meet my soul sisters I just want to meet My best friends, where are they? And your best friends are also out there. They're somewhere in the world. They're out there. And they're also wanting to meet you too. They're saying, I cannot wait to meet this person. This is exactly what I want. Where is she? (laughs) And I want to give you some hope with that. Like, let me paint you a picture of what it was like before I manifested my soul sisters. And before I do, I really just want to say here that anything that I share is just my experience of what has happened in the past. And I still do have friends from my past. And also, my sister is my best friend. My sister and I have literally been together doing life since we were born. So she's she's been amazing. And this podcast episode is really for the women who are ready to find their group of friends, you know, like that that tight-knit group. My sister and I are friends, but we have different friend groups and that's okay. And I feel like there's all different kinds of friendships out there. And this is for the women who are ready to meet their people, like the people that feel like family, but they're not. And that you feel like you've known them forever. I just want to start out by saying that I have been a shitty friend. (laughs) I'm going to admit it. And I'm going to be really vulnerable and honest as much as I can in this episode, but I don't want to harp on all the bad stuff. Um, I'm going to just explain a few things about how I showed up in friendships in the past and some of the traumas that I've experienced so that you can have an understanding of where I'm coming from and potentially even relate to some of the things that I'm sharing. And also just to show you that this is common and the reason why it's so important that we start doing the inner work on ourselves is because women are stronger together. I cannot say this enough. Women are stronger together and there have been so many things that have happened in our society, in our culture To tear women apart from each other. If you think about how we were born and raised. We were born and raised to see women as competition. To really be jealous of each other. To tear each other down. To talk about each other behind our backs. Um, We grew up watching shows. At least I did. I'm a 90s baby. I grew up watching shows like Laguna Beach. And movies like Mean Girls. And that was a representation of what friendship looks like. And so I thought that that was just how it was. And um, there was a lot of drama on TV. I grew up watching MTV. There was like all these reality shows. (laughs) And so that was my example. That was what it meant to be a friend. Um, But if we even take it a little bit further back, I don't know a lot about this, but I do know that in the past women were, were like burned at the stake for being witches, quote unquote, witches for having powers. And we were separated from each other because we would be rewarded if we would call another sister out and say, this, this woman is a witch that would save our lives if we would throw other women under the bus. And I truly believe that it's because it is known that women are strong and fucking powerful together. The fact that women celebrating together and being together in healthy community and healthy relationships has not been a key prevalent thing in our society. I mean, it says a lot. It says a lot about trying to take us out of our power. And this is really a huge thread of the work that I do, is getting back into your power as a woman. And part of that is finding your community, is belonging to a healthy group of friendships that you really feel aligned to. You feel like these are your soulmate humans. And so what happens when women come together in friendship, in healthy friendship is, especially after, uh, all of the shit that we've been through as women over the past centuries is our triggers are going to come up. Our traumas are going to come up. And by being in relationship with these women, we get to heal together. And it doesn't always have to look like hard work. It just looks like stepping into your power and being honest and vulnerable And always coming back to love and opening your heart and being in love. You know, for some, it may be easier. For some, it may be harder, depending on your childhood experiences. For me, it was fucking hard because my childhood experiences were not great in friendships with women. I've been in multiple groups of women throughout my life that just kind of like proved to me over and over again that I couldn't trust them. There was this sisterhood wound. And so, over the past year, I've really done a lot of healing work. I'm going to share exactly how you can manifest your soul sisters towards the end of this episode. But, like I said, I want to go into my story a little bit so that you can feel like you can relate in some ways. Um, You can understand where I'm coming from. So, if you've been following me, if you've been listening to the podcast, you know that my whole life, I had struggled with self-worth. I had struggled with self-confidence. And so when you're coming from a place of unwholeness in yourself, like you don't feel good enough, you don't feel worthy, then you're going to look outside of you to give you that sense of worth. And I did that in friendships, just like in all areas of my life. It showed up in every area of my life. And so what I did is I would look for my worth and validation by fitting into a friend group. This would look like if someone reached out to me, if someone invited me, if someone wanted to play with me, if someone expressed desire that they wanted to be my friend, I would take that as a sign that I was worthy. What happened is it was this like vicious cycle. It was almost like this addiction to try and get a sense of worth through outside sources. And And even when I did feel worthy, it was like a high, like, Oh, they want to be my friend. And they invited me somewhere. Oh my gosh, that must mean I'm so worthy. And I'm so valid as a person, as a human. And I would feel good for a second. And then all of a sudden it would, the high would go away and I would feel even worse about myself because then I would see those friends hanging out with their friends. And then I would get jealous and then they would treat me like shit. And then I would feel even worse. So There's a lot of layers here, but I want to break it down for you really simply. So A, I didn't feel worthy. I was searching for my worth in friendships. And B, because I believed I wasn't worthy, I also believed that I deserved to be treated like shit. And I was a shitty friend. And when you're a shitty friend, you attract shitty friendships. (laughs) Everything is energy. Like attracts like. I was a match for unhealthy friendships because I had an unhealthy relationship with myself. I treated myself like shit. I talked to myself like I was the worst thing that ever appeared on planet earth. And so I, I got into some pretty bad friendships. And then you add that on top of, you know, looking around in society, in the media, seeing women tear each other down, and it was just a recipe for disaster. So safe to say I struggled for years, and just no matter what, I desired and I desperately just wanted to feel fulfilled. I wanted to feel whole, and I wanted other people to tell me that I was enough. And even deeper than that, I wanted to feel like I belonged. Because that is a basic human need. Everyone feels like they want to belong to a group. And so after going through multiple, quote unquote, friendship breakups, I didn't know how to exit a relationship (laughs) in a healthy, graceful way. Um, And after some big blowouts in friendship as well, of like getting into a big fight and never, never talking again, I was pretty... I was pretty damaged. I was pretty traumatized. I was pretty triggered. I was just settling. I was settling in all areas of my life. I also didn't take full responsibility for myself and how I was showing up. I didn't put in much effort because I didn't feel worthy. And when I did, I would hope to receive something back. And I would feel really anxious about like calling my friend to hang out because I was like, oh my God, what if they don't want to hang out with me? And then that means that I'm, that validates my deep insecurity that I feel like I'm a shitty person and that I don't deserve to have friends and that I'm not good enough. As I went through high school and then through college, in the middle of college, I had a, my first spiritual awakening, you could say, where I started to really learn about energy. I started doing yoga. I started learning about the conscious and subconscious mind. And I was like so excited. I I was learning about manifestation and it was so exciting. And I looked around and all of my friends were just getting wasted (laughs) and drinking and partying. And I also spent many years of my life getting fucked up and partying. And uh, I started to realize that I was growing in a different direction. I was realizing that The path that I was going down was not healthy at all. And I didn't see myself getting a standard nine to five job in corporate. I didn't see myself, you know, going to work functions and hanging out with people and continuing to party hard in the way that I was. Um, I saw myself becoming an entrepreneur to be quite frank back in 2013 when I graduated and You know, I, it was really, really hard. I I will never forget the summer after I graduated college. I was in LA and hanging out with my group of friends and it just did not align anymore. Um, We went out for my birthday and then everyone got drunk and wasted and just kind of ditched me (laughs) on my birthday. And I was like, okay, this is another confirmation that these are not the right people with me for me. But in the moment, I was like, nobody likes me. I was just totally victim mentality. Woe is me. Um, and I remember sitting one day on my friend's bed in LA and the, the other girls were watching Real Housewives. No shade on Real Housewives. I just have never enjoyed it. Like, I just don't get it. <laughs> um. But there was like a lot of drama, a lot of gossip, a lot of talking about each other behind each other's back and all this nonsense that I just didn't align with. I was just like, I don't want to do this. I'll never forget. They were, they were talking about the next like party that they were going to go to or something, watching Real Housewives on TV. And I was sitting there on the bed on my phone, scrolling through this article that I had found about meditation (laughs) And I'm not saying that meditation is better than going out and partying. Like I still love to go out. Don't get me wrong. I love going out, but I just don't get shitfaced, and I enjoy myself and I don't do it to numb. I do it because I truly am enjoying myself and I'm having the best time ever. So there's that distinction. But yeah, I was just like going a completely dire- different direction than everyone that I knew. And I knew it was time for a change. I was developing spiritually. I was growing exponentially in a different direction than these other women. And I was also another theme of my relationship. What my friendships was that I was also really trying to be liked and hiding parts of myself because I didn't want to be seen for who I truly was. And I was really scared that if they found out that they wouldn't like me, I would people please a lot in my friendships. I would be invited to things and I would say yes to things that I didn't want to go to. I didn't really know how to say no. And at the same time, in so many of my friendships, I've had the best times ever. Like sometimes, especially with the toxic friendships, like the really, really abusive, manipulative, codependent relationships, the highs would be so high and the lows would be so low to the point where... I would always be afraid to get yelled at by my friends or afraid that I did something wrong and that I would get in trouble. But then when it came to the fun times and the good times, I had the best times, some of the best times of my life with these friends. And so going through this grieving process of even though the friendships that I had were ultimately not healthy, I still was grieving deeply the really, really good times that we had together, because I'm also a very open-hearted, loving person. I love to have fun. I love to laugh. I love to deeply connect. And we did deeply connect in a lot of times. We were probably drunk, but, (laughs) you know, like, is that even deep connection? So all that being said, I know I'm not alone in this, is once I started to get to when I first moved to Denver back in 2016, I remember feeling so alone and lonely and trying to fit in with this group of friends that I had found. And I would look around me at everyone else and see everyone was already friends with each other. Everyone already had all their best friends. And where did I fit in? Because as much as I wanted to be part of that friend group, I really didn't feel like it was aligned, like truly deeply. If I asked myself, is this the friend group for me? No, like it wasn't. And so, but despite all of that, I was still hustling for my worth. So I was like, okay, well, if they accept me into their friend group, then that still means I'm worthy. So I'm just going to continue trying to fit into it. At the same time, I would see them already having all these deep connections. They'd been friends for years. They would have all these inside jokes. They were just like, you know, when you meet someone and you instantly connect with them and it's just so easy. And when I came in, it just felt hard. It felt sticky. It didn't feel easy and effortless. It just didn't feel like a match. I would also look around on Instagram and see best friends, you know, best friends all hanging out together And it just really accentuated and highlighted the fact that I didn't have that and it made it even worse. It it made me feel like, wow, I'm so in lack. I am so in scarcity. I don't have what I want. And one of the main things that I noticed myself doing for a period of time was keeping everyone at an arm's distance because I was also so afraid of opening my heart again and it getting hurt. And I remember this was a really, really difficult thing for me to process. I basically was really good at having a lot of surface level friendships, but when it came to going deeper and getting close, I was not ready for that. And I noticed, like I was so aware of how that was preventing me My fear of getting hurt and betrayed again was preventing me from having the soul sister friend connection that I really deeply desired. And so I went on an inner journey of healing and it was a really difficult period, but that's when I call my, like within the past two years, I would say is when I went friend single, (laughs) I became single of friends And I was really serious about doing the inner work and getting really, really intentional about the kinds of people that I surrounded myself by. And so that's what this whole podcast is about. And I'm so excited to share it with you because I literally have eight steps (laughs) that I wanna share with you. And I'm so, 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 so excited. So if you resonate with any of this stuff that I've just said, by the way, um, I'm with you. I hear you. I love you. And you're not alone. And there is such possibility out there for you. Like it is so possible for you to find your people. Like I said, if I had, if I had been told that I would be doing a podcast episode about this just two years ago, I would have been mind blown (laughs) because for so much of my life, my entire life, I've Never really felt like I had healthy friendship groups. So, step one to manifest your soul sisters is to let go of connections that are no longer aligned. And I'm not an expert in this because I've <laughs> basically my pattern in the past was just to ghost people, and I've done a lot of healing work of forgiveness and, um, a lot of the shame that comes with that and reaching back out to people and apologizing. So there's that, but, you know, take a look around at your friendship group right now and really ask yourself, do these people truly love and respect me for who I am? Do they even know who I am? And does this feel aligned? And if the answer is no, then maybe it's time that you start to, you know, not continue to hang out with them as often or distance yourself just a little bit. Um, And if you want to go full out and do it like me and be bold, you know, let go of that connection. Um, And I would say if I were guiding someone to let go of a friendship connection, to really be honest with yourself and the other person in a way that feels right for you, um, friendships will probably just fade out and fizzle naturally, which has been also my experience in a lot of friendships and, and yeah, and, and with letting go of connections or maybe they break up with you, but with letting go of connections, there's always going to be pain. There's always going to be grief even if it's for the, your best interest and for the other's best interest. And if you're meant to go separate ways, it's still, it's still hard. It's still hard. And so step two is after you let go of connections or just take inventory and decide who you want to be pouring your energy into and who is no longer in alignment, um, then you can start the healing process with your heart of healing from past friendships, healing of any wounds, healing of any grief, or like I said earlier, healing and grieving the good times that you shared together because you were friends for a reason. There was something beneficial mutually for both of you. And I also really want to circle back for a second too and say that you are not obligated to be friends with anyone. And if you're in an abusive friendship then get the fuck out of it. You know, like you do not deserve that. You deserve to be in healthy relationships with women. Um, People will show their true colors, especially if you stand up for yourself and say, hey, you know, this isn't right. I deserve to be treated better. Or, you know, pointing out how their actions are having an effect on, on the people around them you know, can be really intense. So I would definitely recommend getting the help of a therapist to work through that because, um, that's something that you should not have to go through alone. You need support in that. So yeah. So then step two, heal your heart. This may take some time. You may want to write down, um, all the friends that, you know, you had a, a bad taste in your mouth with and, Do a little ceremony of honoring them and celebrating them and loving them, but also letting them go. Maybe you want to burn the paper or you want to do a cord cutting meditation. You want to energetically cleanse the energy of that relationship and yeah, just like really be with what that friendship meant to you and take inventory of all the ways that maybe it wasn't working out and always take responsibility for your side of the street notice how you could have been better notice where you maybe have been wrong or went wrong and own up to that that you don't have to necessarily do it with the other person but just with yourself get really honest with yourself and reach out for support if you need help with healing grief from your heart because Grief is one of the hardest, most difficult emotions to process and move through. And you deserve to have that support. Okay. And then step three is once you get through letting go of the old stuff, clearing out the old friends, clearing out the old grief, the old emotions, all of those things, is getting really specific about the qualities and values that you want in a friendship. So get specific. Who do you want to be friends with? What do you want the connection to feel like? Do you want it to feel effortless and easy? And oh my God, of course we're friends. What, how, wh- how, where have you been all my life? And write down a list, like get so specific. This is a huge, a huge part of manifesting is writing down what your non-negotiables are what your standards are what does the relationship feel like is it healthy how do you show up for each other what are the expectations what are your values what are your mutual interests who are they as a person what what are the qualities that they have what do they have to bring to you to the relationship? Do they have a lot of fun? And then they also go deep with you. Are they interested in spirituality too? Are they willing to go on a path with you of growth? You know, do they drink? Do they do drugs? Do they party? Do they eat healthy? Do they not eat healthy? Like really get clear on who it is, who is the woman that you want to be friends with? And how do you want to feel in the relationship? Do you want to feel like lit up and so excited to see them and genuinely have this deep, intimate, soulful connection with them? Do you want to have friends that you can talk for hours about everything under the sun with? Do you want to have friends who would show up for you and and love you during the hard times? Do you want to have friends who respect your boundaries who honor you when you honor and respect yourself and say, no, do you want to be friends with people who are, don't people please, and really are in their power and, and honest and have those really vulnerable, honest conversations. Okay. Are they the friends that are going to call you on your bullshit? There are so many different kinds of friends out there, and it's up to you to decide who you want to be friends with, because that is your free will. You have the right to do that. Okay. And so after that piece, then it's probably going to bring up a lot of stuff for you. Once you get clear, because it's going to show you all the ways that you are not in alignment with that. So step four is be the friend that you want to attract because it all starts with you. And this is really like the bread and butter of the work that I do with my clients and my coaching practice is if you want to have the relationships of your dreams, you can't have those relationships. If you don't have a solid foundation within yourself first, if you don't clean up your side of the street first, if you don't love and respect yourself first, if you don't even know who you are. So It's time for some self-discovery, you know, ask yourself, what do you stand for? What are your values? Who are you? What do you, what, what do you have that is valuable? One of the best questions that you can ask yourself if you're calling in your soul sister friendship group is what do I have to offer as a friend? What are the gifts that I have to bring to the table in a friendship? And, you know, for so long, for my basically my whole life, I didn't think that I had anything to bring to the friendship. And in fact, I just wanted to get something from the other person in a friendship. I wanted to have fun. I wanted to get validation. I wanted to get approval. I wanted to get compliments. And I, because I didn't think that I had anything to give, I wanted, I was waiting for other people to tell me how good I was. Okay. So this is your time for you to tell yourself how amazing you are and what really what you have to offer in a friendship. And at the same time, knowing that all of these gifts and qualities that you bring to the table in a friendship also do not define your worth. Okay. You, your worth is not defined in how much you can give, what you can do for the other person. Your worth is defined in who is the essence of you. You know, who are you naturally without any relationship? Just who are you? And these gifts that you have to give, like for example, in a friendship, I bring a lot of safety. I bring a lot of calm energy. I bring a lot of space for you to just be you. And I'm really good at reflecting to my friend's who they are and what I see in them and helping them feel seen, heard, understood, validated, loved, you know, I bring a lot of that. And I also bring a lot of fun. I bring a lot of expression and, and joy and pleasure and feminine goodness, juiciness. And I I own all of that. And I know that that's what I have to bring to the table. And that's not saying that you have to be that because you probably have completely different gifts that you bring to the table. You probably have some of the similar qualities because (laughs) if you're listening to this podcast, you're probably similar to me in a lot of ways. Um, I also have a lot to bring of... Just like going deep. I love going deep with people. I love hearing about their stories and what they're experiencing and just holding a lot of space for them and helping them in any way that I can. And I'm really fucking good at it. Like I I know that I'm really, really good at it. And I love that. That's what I have to bring, but doesn't define my worth. I am worthy because I am. And the cherry on top is that I have all these gifts that I have to give and i'm also authentic i'm real i'm honest and that's honestly something that i've been working through is working through healing the habit of people pleasing because a lot of the times i would i would just be nice and be scared to really say the truth or or be be blunt or be frank and I've been learning how to do that in a really loving way, to be honest and and truthful from a place of love and respect. Okay? So these this step is so important. Be the friend you want to attract because you can't attract someone from a place of lack. You can't attract a friend from a place of scarcity, of a place of need, of a place of desperation, just like with anything with, if you're trying to manifest your husband and you're dying and desperate to meet your husband and looking all over the place and saying, is that my husband? Is that my husband? Is that my husband? That's repulsive. (laughs) No one wants to be with someone who's like hungry to, to be with you, to get something from you. It's just repulsive. So find wholeness within yourself first. And then from a place of wholeness and completion, then that's going to be super attractive. When you find your soul sisters, it's going to be an instant match because she's doing the work too. They're doing the work too. They feel whole within themselves too. And so it's two whole people or you know, three or four or five whole people coming together in the name of love, just loving each other and celebrating each other. And it just gets to be, fun and amazing and wonderful. And you're probably going to bring up each other's shits and triggers, (laughs) shits and triggers. (laughs) That's so funny. (laughs) Um, and guess what? Since you've been doing the inner work and are continuing to do the inner work, you get to talk about it together. You get to work through it together because you're all committed to a path of growth and love. Okay. So know who you are, And be that person come from a place of wholeness. You're going to attract them. Number five, step five is be patient and don't settle for anything less than you want. Okay. Let go of desperation and know that they're going to show up exactly when they're meant to. I have a story for you. Some of the women that I've met over the past year, two years, I met them and I was like, wow, this person's amazing. And I wasn't ready to be their friend. I, I was going through so much inner stuff, um, personal stuff, health stuff. I was building my business. I didn't have a lot of time to offer what I truly had to offer in a friendship. And so We met and it was amazing. These are two specific women I'm thinking of that I've met over the past couple of years. And, you know, it it wasn't until I did the inner work and I decided that I was ready to actually open myself up to friendship again that they divinely reappeared back in my life. And we created the most beautiful friendship and it happened quick. <laughs> and so if you're if you're going through it and you're like where are my friends? I just want my friends. I see everyone else having their friends already and like where are my friends? The key is to be patient because your friends out there, your future friends may not even be ready to meet you. And so trust in divine timing. Trust in divine timing and don't settle. I have another example back when in 2020, I kind of exited one friend group that I had and it was really hard. It was really sad. Um, but it's okay. Cause it wasn't in alignment and there's a lot of love there. But I was like, okay, I'm ready. I was like working with my therapist at the time. And I was like, I'm ready to find my soul sisters. I want to meet them. And then sure enough, this group of women appeared into my life. And I was like, are you my friends? And we got along. There were so many things that were, we had in common. There were so many wonderful things. And um, they had been friends for years together. And I was kind of like the newcomer. And there was something in my gut that just said, nope, these aren't your people. And even though one of them wanted to shower me with all these gifts and was like, Oh my God, I love you, blah, 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 all these things. It felt good, but I had to trust my intuition. I had to trust myself that these were not my people. And there were a bunch of different reasons why I knew that these women weren't my people. And so I ended up having a brave conversation with one of them and, you know, said, Hey, I I set a boundary basically. And, um, And, and eventually the, the connection just kind of fizzled out as I continued to go down the path, my own path of growth, they went a completely different direction. And it was almost like, I don't even believe in tests from the universe. I don't believe that the universe tests you, but if you want to call that a test from the universe, sure. You can call that a test from the universe. Like these people were, came to me at a time where I was freaking ready and I could have settled I could have settled for less than what I wanted. I could have settled for the not right fit at the time, but I decided that I deserved exactly what I wanted in a friendship because I had a whole list written out. I I knew exactly what I wanted and these people weren't it. So step number six is to trust that they are manifesting you too. I said this earlier in the beginning of the episode, Trust that they're out there. Trust that maybe they don't even know what it is that they want in a friendship. They don't even know that they're meant to meet you. But then when you do, it's like, oh my God, these are my people. Okay. Trust that they're out there. This is exactly how I manifested my husband too. I was single for four years, not settling, holding my standards high, knowing exactly what I wanted. And then when I met him, I knew that that trust and hard work paid off because I didn't settle. I trusted and I I sat with if you if this is something that you want to do with a partner or your friends that you're manifesting. I sat with the energy of feeling into them also manifesting me too, also desiring me too. And eventually when the time was right, it brought us together in the most beautiful synchronistic ways. And so that leads me to step number seven, which is saying yes to what feels right and saying no to what doesn't feel aligned for you. And this requires trusting your gut. So if people, um, someone comes into your life, kind of like I just said, and you know, it feels good, but it's not truly a match, then trust that and say no, you know, Say no, you don't have, you're not obligated to hang out with anyone that you don't want to hang out with. You get to decide this is your power. This is your life. You get to decide who it is that you want to surround yourself with and say yes to what feels right. So for example, when I was doing my um, floral design business in the beginning, I was doing a lot of styled photo shoots and I went to a styled photo shoot and there was someone there that I was just drawn to. I was just naturally attracted to. There was this pull in me that said, you have to go talk to this person. And I didn't know why. Um, I, I just felt drawn to them. And so I started talking with them and we ended up going out for coffee. And she started telling me about this amazing coach that she was working with, this like spiritual business coach. And I was like, oh my God, I knew I was meant to meet you for a reason. And she ended up introducing me to my coach and one of my soul sisters who we've been friends for over two years now. And it's like, you never know how you're going to meet these people. And you have to trust those inner knowings, those inner pulls to, to who you're supposed to meet. And it's not like your own, it's, it's easy. Like your only work is to just trust those poles and to follow them, to follow divine inspiration. Um, you may be drawn to, you may be invited to something. You may be drawn to, to turn left on the street for no apparent reason. And it could lead you to meeting your soul sister. Like you literally have no idea. So be prepared, <laughs> be prepared to meet them because they're closer than you think. And finally, step number eight is open your heart to love. This one is so important because if you're closed and if you feel hurt and if you feel sad and if you don't feel ready, then that's okay But if you really want to manifest your soul sisters, you have to work on opening your heart to love. And this is a gentle process. It requires self-love. It requires you loving yourself first. It requires you being gentle and compassionate and loving to all people in your life. And it requires you doing that inner healing work. Maybe you want to hire someone, a coach or a therapist or support system to help you with this process. It's a beautiful, beautiful initiation into the divine feminine. The divine feminine is rooted in the heart and the heart is super intelligent. The heart can build a lot of walls, literally scar tissue. When we get emotionally hurt And when we have emotional wounds and injuries, we will build up walls of scar tissue around the heart, around the heart center. And so by dissolving those walls and doing the work of self-love, of forgiveness, of grace, like calling upon the spirit of grace and compassion to assist you, asking for divine guidance, asking for the right Mentors and guides and coaches and therapists to come into your life, um, you will, you will be guided, you will be led. And I'm like getting emotional as I'm saying this, and I have my hands on my heart because it's the most beautiful journey you could go on is healing your heart. And a lot of that comes from going into some of the pains and facing your wounds and doing quantum healings and rewriting the story um it's 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 a it's an initiation <laughs> it's an initiation like purifying your heart loving yourself loving the people being grateful for the people that came into your life to show you where you need to heal and then doing the healing work as i have entered into my soulmate soulful friendships with these women My heart continues to open. I am continuing to build up that trust with every single interaction that I have with them, with every beautiful memory that I have with them. And it's my heart is continuing to open the more that I build that trust with myself and with the women in my life. And I know you can do it. It is so possible for you. It is so, so, so possible for you. And I know that you may feel alone. You may feel lost. You may feel scared. And just know that if I can do it, you absolutely can too, especially with all the trauma that I've been through. Like this is really a testament to how much work that I've done on myself. And you deserve to have that. You deserve to go through that process too and to heal I have a couple of podcast episodes that I've recorded with two of my soul sisters. One of them, I'll I'll link them below. One of them, I was interviewed on my friend's podcast. And then I recently had my friend Brittany on my podcast here a couple episodes back. So listen in if you want to see what's possible for you, how soulful friendship gets to be. And something else that I didn't touch on as well that I really think it's important is that by you seeing other people out in the world have their friend group and you feel that sense of lack, you feel that sense of scarcity and jealousy and envy that instead of like, I want you to reframe that as a confirmation of what you don't have and shift it into that is possible for me too because they can have it I can have that too. Just because someone else has something doesn't mean I can't have it. The fact that we live in an abundant world, an abundant universe, where everything is possible, by you seeing that it's possible, you can believe that it's possible for you too. So let me be an expander for you. Choose to see this, my... my. Transformation with friendships, my manifestation of my friendships as proof that it's possible for you to. You can do it. I believe in you and you deserve it. I have a little bonus homework extra credit for you. You could say this is step number nine. Before I leave you, I'm honestly like shocked at myself that I did this because I've never been the type of person to. Initiate like friend groups or create a friend group or get everyone to hang out together. And I just realized over the past couple of years that I've spent so much of my life waiting around to be invited and sitting around and waiting for people to tell me that they wanted to hang out with me. And honestly, there are people sitting around waiting for you to invite them to things. And so something that I decided to do was just to say, fuck it. (laughs) I'm going to create my own friend group and I'm going to bring together all these amazing women that I know and introduce them to each other. And then we all get to be friends. And that's literally how I created my group of friends is because I saw the potential of all of us hanging out together and knowing that it was a match. And you can't make this up. Basically the reason how we all know each other, like, Everyone knows everyone through this person, through this person, through this person. And like, we're all connected through this network and it's just kind of like crazy how we all are connected by like the divine, divine love that wants us all to be friends. And I saw the potential of that. And I am going to take full credit for introducing all my friends to each other because they're awesome. And then the, the, the love that i have in my heart for them to be friends with each other because i was the one to introduce them like that that makes me so happy and i am so grateful i'm seriously in awe of the group of women that i have brought together and i got married this year i invited women on a bachelorette party and it was just the best time ever having all these women come together being together in sisterhood and we all are on the same path. We're all in it and I'm going to even tag everyone below because there's just amazing women that you should follow in this coaching and wellness and spirituality industry. So so take this as a sign if this inspires you to bring women together. Maybe you're the one that initiates the next time people hang out or you know, two women who you feel like could be friends with each other and just introduce them without any expectations. You never know what could happen. You could be creating, you could be the reason for creating lifelong friendships and you have the power. You get to be the one that can bring women together. Um, like I said, in the beginning of this podcast, Women together are so powerful. We are stronger together. We need each other. We need each other in healthy, loving relationships. And maybe you're one of the people that initiates that and takes leadership and brings them together. It's such a beautiful, special feeling. I love you so much. I hope you enjoyed this podcast and this is not the last of the podcasts that I'll talk about on friendship. I feel like there's a lot more that I have to say, but I hope you have a beautiful day and let me know on Instagram. If you like the podcast, I love you so much. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. And if you haven't already go to iTunes or Spotify and hit the subscribe button. So you never miss a new episode when it's released. And If you found this episode super valuable and think that other women like you would benefit from it, go over to iTunes and leave a rating and review so that people can find this podcast. And if we haven't met yet, I would love to meet you. Go over to my Instagram or TikTok at IamMelissaEmily and say hello. You can also head over to my website, theworthywoman.co if you're interested in learning more about all of my offerings and juiciness that I've been creating for you so that you can reclaim your feminine power and gain massive self-worth in your life. Don't forget you are worthy because you are. I love you so much and I'll see you in the next episode.